Charles Benson on the WTMJ Hotline. Charles, thank you so much for being with us. Always great to be with you guys. Wish I could be out at State Fair with you. Bud, we need you down here. I mean, the cream puffs, the cheese curds, it's it's all here. I hope you uh, I hope you and Sharon get down here. Yeah, we well, we got to see you Monday night, so it was fun being down there on Monday. Yeah, that's true. You were here for one of the concerts. It was nice to bang into yeah. you guys. I uh, yeah. want to ask you about Tommy Thompson. He was with us in the studio here. It was absolutely fantastic. It was a it was a powerful, uh, emotional at times, uh, very interesting interview. I want to play a clip for you where he talked about the state of politics today in Wisconsin and then ask you to respond to this. It really is sad for me because I always believe you should have a program, that you should always try and get something done. And I tell everybody that will listen to me, you run as a Republican, you run as a Democrat. But once you win, join the W party, join the winning party, come together and get something done. And let's let's build Wisconsin instead of tearing it down. So Tommy Thompson, that was in response to Charles. I asked him about this tribal mentality we have in Wisconsin and really in America where you're either right or you're either left and there's no middle ground. And he built a career on finding middle ground. And you know Tommy Thompson very well. What's your reaction to his comments on the state of politics? Yeah, he's become very reflective on this point because the state of politics has really gone in a direction that becomes tribalistic and, you know, it's us against them. It's, you know, we win, you lose. And it's that mentality. Uh, And it's really interesting because, you know, when I began my career in covering politics in Wisconsin, I come to Milwaukee in 86, Thompson gets elected in 87. So I'm there for a lot of the journey and covering a lot of state politics. And so I saw saw him navigate in a way, you know, people would say that Tommy Thompson could go in a room uh, and he would negotiate a deal where he knew he wouldn't get everything, but he'd get a lot of things that he thought, you know, he needed and wanted, and he felt that would move the state ahead. What is interesting, though, is if you go look at his entire career, you know, Democrats who worked with him, people don't remember that he was in the assembly for about 20 years. And while there, he was in the minority. I mean, he didn't get have a lot of power to do a lot of things. In fact, Democrats used to call him Dr. No because he wouldn't get on board with things. But once he became governor, that really changed. And when you look at his signature legacy, uh, especially around school choice, I mean, that's an idea started by a Milwaukee Democrat. Annette Polly Williams, you know, that he carries and moves uh, ahead as one of his signature policy issues that he puts into place. And when you look at some of those things, he could not have done some of his signature uh, policy issues during that time without the help of Democrats. Charles Benson with us on WTMJ. Uh, Charles Former President Trump making news today says that he is reluctant and unlikely to sign a loyalty loath, which would basically mean that if another person won the nomination, he would support them. He doesn't want to do it. That's a requirement to be in the debate here in Milwaukee. I guess this really isn't a surprise, but a Republican I talked to today said it's certainly disappointing. Well, I think, you know, they have up until 48 hours before the debate to sign it. What is interesting is he signed it the last time around in 2016. And so others are thinking, does he eventually get there to sign it? And just how much teeth is in it, you know, if he doesn't become the eventual nominee? He's a guy right now sitting on a huge lead within the Republican field. So 
you know, you would think someone who wouldn't have to worry about it, uh, you know, because he's ha- he has such a strong position as the front runner. Uh, but it is something he is going to have to sign to be on that stage. He's doing a number of things when he's encountering audiences as he travels around the country. He's polling people. He's asking them should he should he do it. So what he's been able to turn. Uh, he's been able to turn this topic into a news item as he's facing a number of other uh, legal issues, but about whether or not he's going to be on the stage or not. And he's um, really raised sort of a lot of attention. People want to know, is he going to be there? But to be there, he's going to have to sign the pledge. Strategically, Charles, does it make sense for him to be in Milwaukee, do you believe? So, uh, you know, it's interesting you're asking that question because I could turn it around. You know what the preseason is like, right? We're going to be seeing the Packers here play in these preseason games. And is it important, you know, when Aaron was on the team to play or now Jordan Love? So it's early in the process. And a lot of people are saying, what does he gain from being there? And people might say there's more of a downside because he's going to really get hit by all the other candidates on the stage there. So if he's not there, you know, there's not a chance for them to just constantly try to um, engage with him. So I think people can make the argument that since he is uh, out there in such a big number, but, you know, I go back to Scott Walker calls him the prize fighter, and a prize fighter's got to be in the ring, and the ring is August 23rd. That's when the process begins, and he ought to be there. So I guess I'm, I'm straddling both sides. I can see both arguments, but what I know about covering him and being around him, I will be surprised if he doesn't show up. He is Charles Benson, the best in the business. Charles, it's always good to have you with us. If you get out to the fair, make sure you stop by and say hello. I certainly will. Thanks.